this is where habits become really important. This is where routines and discipline and rituals, this is where this becomes super important. Because if you don't make an effort to change, adapt, modify your habits, or to even create new habits, it's not going to be a new year. If you don't change your habits, it's not going to be a new year. It's just going to be another year. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week, another episode, another set of insights. I cannot wait to share with you today's episode. Today's episode is all about setting goals in 2024. I know I'm a bit late with this episode and I think if you've listened to the last one and you know that I've been away over the end of 2023, beginning of 2024, which is why I'm a bit late doing my own goal setting, but it's actually a good thing. It's a good thing that I'm not doing it at the usual time. Normally I tend to do goal setting two weeks before the end of the year. This year has been different because of circumstances and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing things in your own pace, at your own time, in your own timeline. I think there's something beautiful about that, that you don't have to do what everyone else is doing, that you can do it differently or that you can do it when it works for you. And so this is what is working for me and when it's working for me. And I thought, why not share with you all? Because even if you've already set your goals for the year, who's to say that you cannot experiment a different way of setting your goals? Or who's to say that you can't set them again? Or even just having the knowledge of a different way, perhaps, of approaching goal setting. And this year, I want to share mainly three things around goal setting. The first thing that I will share is an exercise called the Wheel of Life. It's a very popular exercise in the coaching world and I've kind of adapted it in a way because the exercise requires for you to look at your life as a pie and then there's different slices of that pie and each slice represents a different area of your life. And then the objective is that you kind of rate from 1 to 10. On a scale of 1 to 10, you rate where you believe you currently are in that area of your life. So for example, for me, the areas of my life that I see, and again, you can do this personalized to you, but the areas of my life for me are business, career, health, wealth, family, friends, social media. Yes, I do see social media. As, a, as an area of my life, personal development and my girlfriend or my relationship rather. That, those are the areas of my life. Now, for you to do this exercise, I'd encourage you to grab a pen and paper and just draw a circle and then divide it into slices and divide it into the areas of your life that you see fit. So for you, it might be maybe just health, career, family, friends, relationships, personal growth. So it might look different for you, but generally try to think about the different areas of your life and draw a circle, divide it into slices and write down what 
each slice represents. Once you've done that, I want you to then, on a scale from one to 10, rate yourself. Oh, well, the wind is very strong today. I want to apologize. This is the interesting thing about recording at home. Yeah, if you hear background noise, just know that the wind is super strong today in the UK. So I don't know what is going on, apologies. So on a scale from one to 10, rate each area on where you see yourself currently. So for example, I might look at business and I might say, I think I'm at a five out of 10. So that's where I feel like I am. And that's again, subjective to your own opinion. And you'll do this for every single area of your life. And then the next thing from here is to then on a scale from one to 10, rate it from where you think you'd like to be in the next six to 12 months. And so, for example, in business, I'm at a five right now, I'd love to be at a seven before the end of the year, right? And you kind of just do this for every single area. So then what you'll end up with at the end of this exercise is you'll end up with a score for every area on where you currently feel like you are and a score for every area on where you'd like to be before the end of the year. And you'll see that there'll be bigger gaps between certain areas. So for example, I said that business for me right now is a five and that I would like it to be a two. Sorry, I'd like it to be a seven. That means that that's a difference of two. But you might have areas like, for example, friends where it might be a six and you want it to be a nine. And so here's where I kind of changed the exercise a little bit. Traditionally, the exercise would have told you to effectively look at the biggest gap, right? So for example, friends, there's a gap of three between six and nine, uh, and business for me has a, a gap of like uh, f- five to seven, that's two. So then traditionally the exercise would have said, you look at the biggest gap and that becomes your priority. But I disagree with that approach because even if the biggest gap is friendships, for example, for me. That might be the biggest gap, but that might not be my biggest priority. And so here's where I change the exercise a little bit. So you'll have done the scoring for where you are and the scoring for where you want to be. And I actually don't want you to look at the differences or the gaps between where you are and where you want to be. I want you to just look at the areas of life and just tell me what are your top three priorities. Right? So for me, it's business, it's health, and it's my relationship. Those are the three things that I want to prioritize. That's my top three. Right? And you can kind of rate the rest of the areas of your life and you kind of can go after that goes friends or family or however you want to kind of structure it. But just like prioritize the areas of your life so that you know exactly which areas are at the top of your mind. Once you've done this, you'll have an overarching look onto where you are across your life and where you want to go and which areas of your life are your top priorities, right? So that's the first exercise here, is to assess where you are in life, to assess where you want to be in life and to assess what are your priorities right now in life. 
Then the second exercise that I want you to do is the more traditional New Year's resolutions, goal setting type of approach, which is to sit here and say and reflect and try and think about what are your goals for each area of your life and especially the priority areas of your life. So for example, right, for my health goals, I want to look and feel the best I've ever looked and felt. That's a goal for me, right? And that's in the health section. And I'd encourage you to try and not set too many goals for each area of your life because you might feel overwhelmed. And this is a very normal thing. And even I have felt this in the past where you set so many goals that you just start feeling overwhelmed because there's so much to achieve, so much to do. And so I would limit it to up to three main goals per area of life. And that doesn't mean you have to necessarily write three. It could be that for some areas of your life, you only write one or two. But that's kind of like a benchmark. So, for example, in health, I, I, have, I want to look and feel the best I've ever looked and felt. In family goals, I have, I want to spend more quality time with my family. In social media goals, I have that I want to start a YouTube channel. In personal development goals, I have that I want to become a more focused version of myself. I want to become a more organized version of myself. And I want to become a more elevated version of myself. And you kind of get the gist of it. And obviously, I'm not sharing everything with you guys because a lot of this is personal as well. But try and just set goals for the year across the different areas. So what are your business goals, career goals, health goals, wealth goals, family goals, friends goals, you know, whatever the areas of your life is, goals. And just write it down. And this is like what you want to achieve before the end of the year. Right? Simple. Hopefully you're with me. Now, the next step here is where it gets interesting. Because the issue that we have is we set the goals, we create the vision board, but then we're not willing to take the actions to make that vision come true. We're not willing to structure the steps that we need to take in order to achieve those resolutions and those goals. So what's the point of creating a vision board if you are not willing to board the actions required to make that vision come true? Makes sense or not sense, makes no sense at all. Makes no sense at all, right? So you have to think about from this perspective. You have your goals, you know the priorities. Now, rather than just doing it on a 12-month basis, I want you to think about for the next three months, what are the things that I'm going to do every day or every week to achieve certain goals. So you're going to take that big goal that you've set and then you're going to divide it into three months. So for example, for my health, I might say that I want to look and feel the best I've ever looked and felt like in my life. But what does that actually look like 
on a daily and weekly basis for the next three months. So that for me, for the next three months, what that looks like is that, okay, every day I, or every week, I want to work out five times a week, minimum. I want to make journaling a habit. I want to make meditation a habit, right? These are things that I want. I want to listen to more health-related podcast episodes, right? These are like some of the sub-goals for the first three months of the year. Okay, now, what does that look like on paper? And I hope you're following me so far. So what we've done here so far is we've said, here's what the 12-month big goal looks like. Here's what the first three months look like. And now we're going to go a level deeper and lower and say, what does the weekly and daily steps and actions look like? So again, the 12-month goal for health for me is to look and feel the best I've ever looked and felt. The first three months of this year, my focus is to work out five times a week, it's to make journaling a habit, it's to make meditation a habit, and it's to listen to more health-related podcast episodes. Those are the four, and I know I said normally try to stick to three, um, but I've, I've kind of had four here, which is fine. But those are like the first three months of this year, that's the focus. Those are the sub-goals that I want to focus on under my health goal. Now, on a weekly and daily basis, what does that look like? And here is where it gets interesting. So you can either do this via an online calendar, so I use Google Calendar personally for this, or you can simply grab a pen and paper or a physical calendar or physical journal and do this, which is you're gonna look at your week, right? And this is called weekly planning. You're gonna look at your week and you're gonna actually schedule in time to do the actions that are required for you to achieve this three-month sub-goal. So, again, apologies for the wind and the noise, but here, what I would tend to do is, I would tend to think, for example, if I want to listen to more health-related podcast episodes in the next three months, then I want to maybe schedule some time in the calendar where maybe on a Monday, on a Wednesday, on a Friday, I dedicate an hour to listen to a podcast episode about health. Right? Cool. Put it in the calendar. And that's exactly what I've done. I've gone to my Google Calendar because I love using the electronic and digital calendars more than the physical ones. But if you prefer physical ones, use the physical ones. And I've literally put there Monday, this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 1 to 2 o'clock, I am going to listen to a health-related podcast episode. And it's there. It's in the calendar. Because it's in the calendar, I can't escape it because I'm faced with the truth that I've said I wanted to do that. I've put it in the calendar, so I must do it because it's in the calendar, right? With working out five times a week. Okay, when do I want to work out? I want to work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 6 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. Okay, let me put that in the calendar. Boom. It's in the calendar now for me to view. And you kind of go and do this with everything. So you're scheduling in time, dedicated time for this. You're making sure that you're planning your week and that your week is being planned 
based on your goals, on your sub-goals, and you're taking the right actions and steps to make those goals come true, right? This is where habits become really important. This is where routines and discipline and rituals, this is where this becomes super important. Because if you don't make an effort to change, adapt, modify your habits, or to even create new habits, it's not going to be a new year. If you don't change your habits, it's not going to be a new year. It's just going to be another year. And that's what you need to focus on. It's like, do you want this to be a new year or just another year? Because if you want it to be a new year, then you have to change your habits. And if you don't, it's just going to be another year. Remember that. So we're going back to the calendar point here. Make sure that in your calendar, you have your ideal weekly planned and the, all the actions that you want to take to achieve and to get you closer to your goal are scheduled time in the calendar. Once you've done this, your week should look something like filled with actions and time-blocked uh, slots in the calendar where you're telling yourself that this is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to listen to a podcast from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. I'm going to go to the gym for 6 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. I'm going to do X, Y, Z from this time to this time, on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, wherever, Sunday, Saturday. You just schedule the time. This way, you are guaranteeing that the actions and steps that are going to get you closer to achieving your goals are scheduled in and that you see them and there's a level of accountability. Now, there's a step forward from here, which is, and this is where everyone, almost everyone, including myself, I am guilty of this, we go wrong. This is the one thing that everyone makes a mistake, that everyone gets wrong, including myself, which is we don't reflect on our progress and our goals enough. Most of us will set goals at the beginning of the year, right? And then we won't even bother checking in or checking on our progress until the end of the year. So what that means is if you are not on track for the next 12 months, in 12 months time, you're going to look at your goals and you're going to be like, well, I didn't achieve them. And it's because you're only checking up on them now. So you have to make time for a check-in every week and every three months. So every week, what you'll do is you'll check in and reflect on the week. So for example, I'm going to be super honest with you all. This week, as I'm checking in, and what a check-in means, just to clarify, is just reflecting on the week or the month or the three months, whatever. So in this case, it's a weekly check-in. So I'm reflecting on the past week. And I'm reflecting to see if I'm on track with my goals or if I need to change things around. What is working for me and what isn't? So for example, this past week, I scheduled in a lot of things that I wanted to get done. And I actually didn't manage to get half of the stuff that I wanted to get done for this past week. So I set, notice how I set all the actions in the calendar, but I didn't complete all of them. I only completed half. And then you have to ask yourself, why is that? And as I reflect, the reason why I didn't manage to complete everything that I had put in the calendar 
is because I was not realistic enough with my time. This is an important reflection, and this is a reflection that I'm having for myself right now with you guys. This is my personal reflection. I wasn't realistic with my time last week. I scheduled way too many things where I didn't have enough time for it. So what does that mean going forward into next week? Well, next week, I need to make sure that I'm planning and that I'm being realistic. I'm being more realistic. Clearly, I don't have as much time as I thought I did, which means I have to either schedule less stuff or I have to be more intentional about when I'm scheduling stuff. So what I'm going to do is exactly that. I'm going to go into this new week as I plan the actions that I need to take next week, right? I'm going to be more mindful. I don't have the time to listen to three podcast episodes. Again, apologies for the wind. Oh, this is awful. Uh, the background noise. So I'm going to schedule for next week. Instead of trying to schedule time to listen to three podcast episodes, I'm going to just make time for one podcast episode, right? Because I am trying to be realistic with my time. And that's important. So reflect on all the actions, reflect on why you didn't get them done or on why you did get them done. For example, I went gym five times a week last week. So I got that done. That was in the calendar and I did it, which means that that's working for me, right? And I need to understand why. Why is it working? It's working because I've chosen a great time. I'm going early in the morning. I'm making sure that I'm getting enough sleep the night before so that I can wake up early. So this is important. If you're not checking in with yourself every week and reflecting on the past week, how do you expect to have a better week next week? You can't have a better week next week if you haven't ensured to reflect on your week in the past week. That's important. So this is a weekly reflection that I do, and then I'll do a weekly planning after, right? And if you're starting off um, straight away from scratch and you've never done this before, then of course you're not doing the reflection right now, you're just doing the planning. But then next week on Sunday, you'll do reflection and then you'll do planning. So that's what I would do every week. And then the final step here that I want to share with you all is, and this is really important because I spoke about doing it in three months, right? And the reason why I said three months is because it's kind of like a business. Most companies, they do quarterly reviews. So every three months, a company will sit down and they'll look at how much they've made and how much progress they've made and what they didn't do and what they didn't do and what they could have done and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's a good way of operating, which is reflecting on the progress every three months. So in three months time, at the end of March, what I will do is I will have a check-in, but this time, instead of being a weekly check-in, I'll do a weekly check-in and I will do a three-month check-in. And I will look and see, did I achieve all the goals that I set for the three months? So for example, in the area of health, and again, I'm just using the area of health because it's easier. Of course, I have a lot more goals and a lot more areas, but just for the sake of simplicity, I will look at the three-month goals that I set and I will see, did I achieve them or did I not? And again, I will do the same exercise. I will reflect, okay, if I did achieve them, let me acknowledge and celebrate that. If I didn't achieve them, why is it? Was I not realistic with the time? Did I just overestimate the amount of effort that this might take? Did I not take enough time to learn about something before I tried to do? What was it? 
and then you adjust your goals. This is important, you adjust. See, most people are afraid of adapting their goals as the year go by. Most people feel like, I've written this down as my New Year's resolution, which must mean that I cannot change it, which must mean I must do it until the end. No, you are allowed to change trajectory. You are allowed to change direction. You are allowed to change the course of your goals. Just because you committed to it at the beginning of the year does not mean that you have to carry on through with it until the end of the year if it doesn't make sense for you anymore. Last year, there was goals that I had set at the beginning of the year that I didn't achieve by the end of the year and I wasn't sad about it. Do you know why? Because my life took me in a different direction. I changed trajectory. I adapted my goals. So it's good to reflect every three months because you get to do that. You get to sit down and say, am I on track? How's my progress? How am I doing with my goals? Am I doing the actions? Why is it? Why is it not? How can I do it better? How can I do more? How can I make sure that I'm doing the right things? And more importantly, is this goal still the same? Is, it, is this goal still the same for me? Is it still what I want? Or do I need to change it? Do I need to adapt it? Have I changed my mind? Or have I just simply changed the direction? Have I changed my approach? Or am I simply changing the way that I view the goal? These are important questions. And then you do the planning for the next three months and say the goals for the next three months are x y and z and then you break down into weeks and daily actions and you do the whole process again why do i believe this process is better because with this process you reflect on your goals weekly and every three monthly Whereas with the approach of just setting New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year and then checking them at the end of the year, you reflect on them once. And that's bad because at the end of the year, there's nothing that you can change. You can't change things at the end of the year. But every week, every three months, you have time to change. You have time to adapt. If you are not on track with the goal, you have the ability to adapt and change. And I think that's important. And look, with goal setting, it's always a work in progress. And I actually don't really like the word goal setting. I like the word intention setting because I'm not setting goals, I'm setting my intentions. Sometimes when we use the word goals, it almost feels like that's something that is set in stone. Whereas when you say intentions, it's what you intend to do. Things might change. So for me, this is intention setting, not goal setting. And when I talk about actions and steps that are required for us to get there, that's action setting. You set your intentions and then you set your actions. And hopefully that sets you up for an amazing year and for an amazing 2024. And I wish you nothing but the best this year. I hope this approach that I've spoken about today is an approach that is going to help you because it has certainly helped me and I'm going to keep you guys updated to how I'm doing and how I'm finding it. And I'm just gonna share more of the things that I do. One thing that I've learned recently is that I need to share more of what I do because it might help someone in a way that I don't even realize. So just to summarize today's episode, you do the will of life exercise, which is draw the circle, draw the slices, divide your 
your pie into different areas of life, give it a score of 1 to 10 on where you are, give it a score of 1 to 10 on where you want to be, and then prioritize those areas of life. Which one is the most important one for you? Which ones are the most important ones for you? Then do your 12-month goals. Then do your three months sub goals. Then do your weekly and daily actions planning. And then set time aside for checking in and reflecting every week. And set time aside for reflecting and checking in every three months. And adjust the plans as and when you need. And hopefully that will get you to achieve your goals in ways that maybe you might have not. And hopefully it will do the same for me. Hopefully it will get me to achieve my goals as well. Remember, there's no point having a vision board if you're not willing to board the actions required to achieve that vision. Thank you so much. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next.